I'd like to welcome you to another episode of So You Want to Be an Engineer, and I am delighted to welcome Dr. Sarah Seder with us today, who is our University Advisor for Engineering at School, and uh, Thomas, who is our President of the Engineering Society, and I will be asking him all sorts of questions to find out what it is a University Advisor actually does, and how they can help people who want to apply for engineering courses. So I'm going to start off but just by saying, Dr. Sarah Seder, what does a University Advisor actually do? Hi, uh, very happy to be here. Um, thanks, thanks for inviting me. Let me answer that question by first saying, well, the obvious is advice. Um, and that advice comes in a range of different ways. So perhaps it's worth thinking about uh, the components that form a university application. Yeah, so on your UCAS form, a candidate's going to fill in some personal information, a range of choices, five universities to which they want to apply. Uh, their qualifications to date, their pending qualifications, a personal statement, and then the school provides a reference for that candidate. So a university advisor, I guess, guides an applicant. They might meet them at some point in the lower eight, towards the middle or the end of the year, have a chat about that, uh, an applicant's intentions, make sure that the choices of university are, are sensible, that they're including a range of perhaps uh, more ambitious options through to more realistic, through to some that might be termed uh, as insurance, yes, somewhat safer. Then, of course, we help the candidate out with the composition of their personal statement, trying to provide advice, making sure that is as strong as possible. Check that the, the application itself is uh, in, in, in good shape, uh, it's proofread. And, of course, we also put together the school reference, which feeds upon material provided by uh, lower eighth teachers. So teachers in the lower eighth at the end of the year will write uh, a little piece in their subject about how wonderful the, their pupil has been, how well they've done, how hardworking, motivated, ambitious, uh, etc. they are. Uh, the tutor also has some input, as well as any teacher that the applicant cares to nominate on the extracurricular front. So you might want to nominate your rowing coach or your flute teacher or whoever it is, so that they can add a little bit of how well you've done on your extracurricular activities. I should add that this reference is always meant to give a candidate as, as, as strong an impulse as possible, never contains anything of an overtly negative nature, and is also then proofread by uh, the great Sally Kirkham, um, who makes sure that everything is, is spick and span before it's actually sent off. That's really interesting. So obviously, for people who are listening to this who maybe don't go to St Paul's, um, a lower eighth would be in year 12, and they will probably have their own system in their school as well. But obviously, that's how our school works. Now, I know that Thomas had some other questions he wanted to ask you, so I'm going to hand over to him. Hi, Dr. Sarah Seder. I was just wondering, what did you study at university? So my undergraduate degree was a joint honours degree in mathematics and physics. Um, I then took a couple of years out to do a little bit of work, a little bit of travelling. Um, I finished a master's course in mathematics, and after that, I did a PhD in mathematics. So uh, are there any questions that always come up or do students always ask you when it comes around to choosing and preparing for university applications? Sure. So qu quite often a, a question that I often get asked is, uh, how can I strengthen my application? Uh, what sort of things should I be doing? What sort of things do I need to start thinking about and preparing? And perhaps I should have added this um, in, in the first question I was asked as to what a university advisor does. In the lower eighth, in the second term, uh, the careers and universities department runs a, a course uh, for lower eighth or year 12 students that is specifically geared towards answering perhaps those questions. Yes, things that one has to start thinking about, preparing, planning for, and that might involve 
trying to really impress your teachers if you haven't been doing that already in order to make sure that the references that they write on you are as strong as possible, as well as outlining what the timeline for the UCAS process is, making sure that you're, you're involved in some extracurricular activities that relate to the subject you're applying for, in this case, engineering, of course. Also to make sure that you're doing a little bit of uh, perhaps extra reading. All this with the view to try and strengthen the application by making sure that, that you're demonstrating interest, enthusiasm and ability for uh, your chosen subject. So what sort of qualities are universities really looking for in a strong application? That's also a very good question and it's tied in with, with the previous question as to what should applicants uh, be doing or how best can they prepare. It's a question that's perhaps best answered by thinking, well, what, what might a university admissions tutor be looking for when they're seeking to, to find the best candidates? And I think a couple of things that immediately come to mind, of course, is a interest in the subject. Yes, you've got to be committed to what you're going to be studying for three, perhaps four years. And when you say you're interested in uh, engineering in your personal statement, you really need to be able to, to convince the admissions tutor. Secondly, I'd say ability, because, of course, uh, I think students in general should be aiming high or aiming as high as possible within their, uh, their capacities. That, of course, is something that comes via specific examples. Yes. So it's best, I think, to demonstrate interest uh, by specific examples rather than saying you are interested. Yes, I guess in short, it comes down to a show, don't tell. And in the case of engineering, I guess one other thing that, that's perhaps particular, bearing in mind that's not a typical school subject, I think admissions tutors are going to be looking to make sure that the candidate has a genuine understanding of what engineering is, because it's, it's of course, it's, it's maths, it's physics, it's design, but it's something that typically students haven't studied as such at school. Just kind of an extension on that question. When thinking about applying to different universities, obviously all universities are slightly different and there are slightly different applications. You can apply to different fields. So how maybe would an application vary for different universities and different fields? Would there be any difference in, in the order of importance or is that just the same for all the universities? Well, I guess there are different strands of engineering, yes, and there are, of course, courses in, in mechanical, civil, electronic, design, nautical, aerospace, etc. And there's also courses in, in general engineering where for the first year or two, you don't perhaps jump into specialising straight away. You, you study a broad range of, of subjects in the area, and it's only in year two, three, four um, that, that you, you start to narrow down into a particular field. So I guess the answer to, to your question is, if you are aiming for a specific area of engineering, I think you need to be able to demonstrate, again, that interest, enthusiasm and commitment a little bit more specifically than you would do if you were applying for a general engineering course, where perhaps it's uh, you have a little bit more flexibility as to uh, what you talk about and how you demonstrate your enthusiasm. Thank you. Some universities don't have general engineering. So... How could you try and maybe make your application friendly to both ones that have specific courses and ones that have general engineering? I think you probably have to find the, the right balance of, of talking perhaps about a couple of, of different areas of engineering. Having said that, I think admissions tutors are going to be quite friendly to perhaps an application that talks a lot about mechanical engineering, 
but is uh, in the context of having received the application for general engineering. Yes, I think they're quite aware that different universities structure their engineering courses differently, and I think they would be quite forgiving, and it's, it's not going to be a big problem if you are talking about aeronautical engineering uh, pretty much exclusively, but you're applying to a general engineering course. That's good to hear. So uh, what opportunities does studying engineering at university offer in the real world? I think it's, it's a very strong degree. Um, obviously, one might choose to carry uh, on in the area, uh, specifically as an engineer. Of course, there's, there's always further study on the academic front. But given that it's a degree that I think demonstrates uh, numeracy, analytical skills, engineers are always going to be demand in all sorts of different areas. I think another thing that an engineering degree provides is a very strong capacity for modeling and perhaps being practical about things because fundamentally that's what engineers do. They solve problems, they construct things, they design things. So the analytical skills that it demonstrates, the, the modeling skills, the flexibility of thought and approach, because quite often you have to change tack uh, or just uh, redesign your project or, or take it through 20 iterations. These are all skills that are highly valued in uh, a range of jobs. Leading back to the general engineering and, and this question, do you think maybe doing a general engineering course could prepare you better to work in not just an engineering field, but in other fields to develop more skills? Not necessarily, I'd say. I think um, the, the, the core skills that one develops are the same in a particular strand of engineering uh, as well as in a, a general engineering. I think the, the more important question is to make sure that one is pursuing something that, that one genuinely enjoys. Just follow what you love and uh, the rest should fall into place. So what advice would you give on choosing an engineering field now for our ages or even in the future if you took a general engineering course? Again, I think here my advice would be just make sure you're pursuing what you're going to enjoy most. I think uh, the idea is that, that we shouldn't try to get too tactical about choosing degrees in order to achieve particular goals. I think that's a little bit of cart before horse thinking. I think you just need to make sure that you choose what you really enjoy. So what top tips would you give to pupils looking towards GCSE options or possibly doing their GCSEs who are interested in studying engineering in the future? One thing coming back to this previous point is make sure you're choosing the subjects that you're really going to enjoy. Secondly, if you're definitely committed to engineering, perhaps try and include something that exemplifies that interest. Yes, so there's, there's various GCSE courses. And even if you don't, because for whatever reasons it doesn't fit, uh, then just try and make sure that you are gathering some form of uh, concrete evidence for your interest and enthusiasm for engineering so you can talk about that at the relevant point. How late do you think it would be to choose to do engineering? So like in your lower eighth year, or would it be even in the sixth form that you have to make the decision to have a strong application? Again, I think here things just have to follow their, their natural course. Yes, some people have a very clear idea that engineering is, is their passion and that's what they're going to be choosing as a degree and perhaps as a career quite early on. Yes, uh, for other people, it's, it's possibly not until you know, the end of, of, of year 12 uh, or even during the summer holidays when all of a sudden some particular experience or reading crystallizes your thinking and, and has the, the puzzle fit into place. That's definitely true. You said you studied maths and physics for your first degree. Are there any kind of chances to convert and change between 
courses maybe after you finish that degree was there an option to to switch or are you really set once you choose your options for university oh no I, I i think not i think as long as you've got the relevant skills the relevant knowledge and you can again demonstrate your your commitment and your interest um you can finish one degree and then go and pursue whatever else your uh, your interests uh, dictate so it really is never too late to find the passion for engineering i don't think so no i feel i can actually chip in on this one so i can chip in on this one because i actually did that myself I went to university at 18, like everyone does, and I did mechanical engineering. And I realized quite early on into my degree that actually I really didn't like the degree that I picked to do at all. And so I changed my course completely and I actually switched and I did a course in silversmithing and jewelry and then in design, innovation and sustainability. It was a complete 180, a complete switch in what I chose to do. And then, of course, I then turned that into a teaching qualification and I am now a teacher of engineering. So the decisions that you make when you're 16, 17, 18 are not the decisions you're going to have for the rest of your life. You can always change your mind. You can always get qualifications, keep studying, keep learning and, and try other things. So I think it was really interesting. Thank you so much, Dr. Sarasada, for coming and explaining to us how that university process worked. It was really interesting. And I think other people will find that really interesting as well. So thank you. I definitely found that informative for my choices. Good. Not at all. A genuine pleasure. And thanks to you. So You Want to Be an Engineer is produced by Katie Douglas, edited by Arthur Jenkins, and is a production of the St Paul's School Engineering Society. If you would like to get involved with the podcast or with Engineering Society, then please contact us. Details in the description.